0: Rend your heart and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and repenteth him of evil. O Lord, open thou our lips.
1: mouth shall show forth thy praise.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Praise ye the Lord.
1: The Lord's name be praised.
0: <clears throat> psalms 54 on page 406 and psalm 61 on page 413 <clears throat> save me o god for thy name's sake and avenge me in thy strength
1: hear my prayer o god and hearken unto the words of my mouth
0: for strangers are risen up against me and tyrants which have not god before their eyes seek after my soul
1: behold god is my helper The Lord is with them that uphold my soul.
0: He shall reward evil unto mine enemies. Destroy thou them in thy truth.
1: An offering of a free heart will I give thee, and praise thy name, O O Lord, because it is so comfortable.
0: For he hath delivered me out of all my trouble, and mine eye hath seen his desire upon mine enemies.
1: Psalm 61. Hear my crying, O God, give ear unto my prayer.
0: From the ends of the earth will I call upon thee, when my heart is in heaviness.
1: O set me up upon the rock that is higher than I, for thou hast been my hope and a strong tower for me against the enemy.
0: I will dwell in thy tabernacle forever, and my trust shall be under the covering of thy wing.
1: For thou, O Lord, hast heard my desires, and hast given an heritage unto those that fear thy name.
0: Thou shalt grant the king a long life, that his years may endure throughout all generations.
1: He shall dwell before God forever. O prepare thy loving mercy and faithfulness, that they may preserve him.
0: So will I always sing praise unto thy name, that I may daily perform my vows.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost
0: as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here begins the 30th verse of the 27th chapter of Genesis. Now it happened as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had scarcely gone out from the presence of Isaac his father, that Esau his brother came in from his hunting. He also had made savory fruit, food and bought it to his father and said to his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's game, that your soul may bless me. And his uh, father Isaac said to him, Who are you? So he said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. Then Isaac trembled exceedingly and said, Who, where is the one who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate all of it before you came, and I have blessed him, and indeed he shall be blessed. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried out with an exceedingly great and bitter cry, and said to his father, Bless me, me also, O my father. But he said, Your brother came with deceit, and has taken away your blessing. And Esau said, Is he not rightly named Jacob? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and now, look, he has taken away my blessing. And he said, Have you not reserved a blessing for me? Then Isaac answered and said to Esau, Indeed, I have made him your master, and all his brethren I have given to him as servants. With grain and wine I have sustained him. What shall I do now for you, my son? And Esau said to his father, Have you only one blessing, my father? Bless me, me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Then Isaac his father answered and said to him, Behold, your dwelling shall be of the fatness of the earth, and the dew of the heaven from above. But your sword shall live, and you shall serve your brother. And it shall come to pass, when you become restless, that you shall break his yoke from your neck. So Esau hated Jacob, because of the blessing with which his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at hand, then I will kill my brother Jacob. And the words of Esau, her older son, were told to Rebekah. So she sent and called Jacob her younger son, and said to him, Surely your brother Esau comforts himself concerning you by intending to kill you. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice, arise, flee to my brother Laban in Haran, and stay with him a few days until your brother's fury turns away, until your brother's anger turns away from you and he forgets what you have done to him. Then I will send and bring you from there. Why should I be bereaved also of you both in one day? And Rebekah said to Isaac, I am weary of my life because of the daughters of Heth. If Jacob takes a wife of the daughters of Heth, like those who are the daughters of the land, what good will my life be to me? Then Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him and said to him, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Paddan Aram, to the house of Bethel, your mother's father, and take yourself a wife from there of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you, and make you fruitful and multiply you, that you may be an assembly of peoples, and give you the blessing of Abraham, to you and your descendants with you, that you may inherit the land in which you are a stranger, which God gave to Abraham. Now Jacob went out from Beersheba, and went to Haran. So he came to a certain place, and stayed there all night, because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head, and he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven, and there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham your father, and the God of Isaac, the land on which you lie I will give to you and your descendants. Also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and the east, to the north and the south, and in you and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you, you wherever you go, and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! There is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel, but the name of the city had been loosed previously. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and keep me in this way that I am going, and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on, so that I come back to my Father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house, and all that you give me I will surely give a tenth to
0: you. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all, forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all, forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: Here beginneth the 8th chapter of 1 Corinthians. Now concerning things offered to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. And if anyone thinks that he knows anything, he knows nothing yet as he ought to know but if anyone loves God, this one is known by him. Therefore, concerning the eating of things offered to idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world, and that there there is no other God but one. For even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is one God, the Father of whom all are, are all things, and we for him, and one Lord Jesus Christ, through whom all things and through whom we live. However, there is not in everyone that knowledge, for some with consciousness of the idol until now eat it as a thing offered to an idol, and their conscience being weak is defied, defiled. But food does not commend us to God, for neither if we eat are we the better, nor if we do not eat are we the worse. But beware lest someone this somehow this liberty of yours becomes a stumbling block to those who are weak. For if anyone sees you who have knowledge eating in an idol's temple, will not the conscience of him who is weak be emboldened to eat things offered to idols? And because of your knowledge shall the weak brother perish for whom Christ died? But when you thus sin against the brethren, and wound their weak conscience, you, conscious, conscience, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never again eat meat, lest I make my brother stumble. Here endeth the second lesson.
0: who performed the oath which he swore to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his way. To give knowledge of salvation unto his people for their remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our god whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen O lord show thy mercy upon us and grant
1: us thy salvation
0: O god may clean our hearts within us
1: and take not the holy spirit from us
0: almighty god who sees that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves keep us <clears throat> both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body, and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy. Perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defendest thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
3: morning to all. Reflecting on today's lessons, uh, there's something sort of lying behind the narrative that is worth reflecting on, namely the the sort of binding power of words. Um, we have a narrative where you know Jacob uh, tricks his his uh, brother into selling his birthright because he's hungry and some soup and he wants some soup and gets some soup and and in that narrative once it's done it's not once once he commits yes I'll do this and does it, it's a done deal. There's no, oh, I I didn't really mean that or something uh, like that. And um, it's interesting in the, so he's now got this, this thing has happened. And in this sort of blessing episode, um, Jacob, you know, fools and, and Rebecca, they fool the father. But once he's uttered the words of blessing, once he's said them, they can't be unsaid. They've, they've established something by his word, and this is uh, central to the whole, to, 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 to the Bible, that when God speaks his word, it's done. You know, he spoke and it was so, and this is, this is the power of God's covenant when God says, I'll do this, and if you respond with that, this is done. It's, it's it's a thing we can count on. We can count on God's word, and therefore he and he binds us by our words. It's interesting. Jesus said in the New Testament, um, "By every idle word that men speak, they'll they'll be held accountable on the day of judgment," which is a so, sort of frightening kind of thing. And it's an important thing for us to remember about our own words that words mean something because we're a culture in which words are very cheap. You know, we're on. Social media, or media, or news, and people are talking. You get talking heads, you get talking this, and blah 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 blah, and they all almost never mean anything. You know, no sooner is something happy, you need three people giving analysis, which almost always proves to be n- not wise and false. And so, this is why in the biblical way, Jesus says, "Let your yes be yes, and let your no be no," and it's a it's a um, caution for us to. As, as James says, be, be be slow to speak and swift to hear. And and that when we speak, to be clear, we're speaking what we really mean and say, because the words have power. And, um, you know, on the positive side of this is why we believe in, you know, in Jesus and the gospel. We, we, because the, the scriptures, which is the word of God, which by which God binds himself, when it tells us that if we believe in Jesus, we will be saved. We, we will participate in the resurrection. We, we change our lives because we're, we're counting on what God says being so. And so it's just a reflection on the lesson here about the contrast between this the, the power of words in the Bible and sometimes the way we treat words in our own lives, a kind of exhortation to take words seriously. Um, a couple other brief notes. Um, it's interesting at the end of the story with Jacob when he's sent off, and and he's always the bargainer. He's always cutting a deal. He doesn't really yet have trusting faith. And the funny thing about his conniving lack of trust in God is that you know it causes his life to be a lot more difficult. He he has to wrestle all the time. But but the deal at the end, God has just promised him your your sense your sense is going to inherit this land. You're inheriting the problems of promises of Abraham, and at the end, Jacob makes a deal that says something like, "Okay, if you'll be with me all the way and you give me food, then you'll be my God, and then I'll tithe," <laughs> which is sort of the opposite of Abraham's. Uh, 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 the tithe is supposed to be the faith, the first part that trusts God to take care of the rest. But Jacob has made it the the deal after God. F- who's already promised fulfills his end of the bargain, You know Jacob will do a little something, do his part. So uh, there's that. And just a brief note on, on Corinthians, the idol passage, which we're not usually eating food offered to idols, but it deals with the um, principle of life in a unbelieving culture and how much we can participate in some of the activities of a cultures developed to the worship of God and money and pleasure and whatever uh, without being co-opted into it. And I don't have any easy application or answer, but it's something to reflect upon. In the first century world, a lot of meals in trade guilds were held in idol temples. It was a common social gathering. And a lot of Christians said, well, you know, only Jesus is Lord. We can just eat that. The idol is nothing. But it, it raised a question. It offended some people's conscience. So what? how do we enter into other spaces in the world that are essentially you know um, you know idle spaces in a certain sense and and be ambassadors for christ in them or participate in the world but not fully be co-opted by it i think that's the question that chapter raises which is really a subject for a longer bible study but at least something to reflect on so a few thoughts about today's lessons
0: oh god the creator and preserver of all mankind we humbly be cc for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness, all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. That may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God and fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend.
1: Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. Have a good evening, everybody.
3: Have a great day.